Video filter. Look, you can do like sickness. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> cartoon. <laughs> That cartoon reminds me of the Photoshop. Do you remember like the Photoshop thing of cutout? There you go, like yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Fart, render cutout. Content catch. Alright, friends and enemies. Episode nine of the Content Catch Up Season Four, baby. We're back. Jules, baby. you're joining me once again. Thank thankfully, because a show by myself would be pretty boring. But how are you, my friend? I'm, I'm good, thank you, Michael, and I agree, a show by yourself would be boring. You can't carry it like I can. You should I probably would, lift um, me up. I would, I'd be fine on a show by myself. I reckon I could talk my way through about anything, so no. um, you, on the other hand, you'd stumble. Radio stations by yourself would be, well, a nightmare for me, yeah, but if you can do it, maybe we should put that on. Do a YouTube live stream of just you all night. Well, funny, yeah, I reckon I could. I reckon I could. But anyway, going well, um, in the middle of Christmas shopping, is what what's been happening in my life? I know you didn't ask, but I know you were about to. I was about so, to. Yeah, um, had a whole day out today, Christmas shopping. Uh, credit card took a bit of a flogging, but I am eighty percent there. Nice. And are you exhausted? Yeah. I look. I don't want to go back out and do it again. Um, can I just say, like, there are so many fuckwits out, like at this time of the year. See yourself. There are mate. so many. <laughs> Yeah, just including me. <laughs> um, so many battlers, like just amongst like absolutely everything, like like walking. Give us an example. Okay, okay. Here's my biggest pet peeve at the moment. It's people number one walking on their phones and not like looking where they're going. Yeah. And number two, like, is there not an unwritten rule in Australia that like you walk and drive on the left? And then, like, overtaking is on the right. Like, people just walking towards you when you're walking on the left. I'm like, fuck you, you pieces of shit. Get out of my way. Did you have any... uh, That's my piece. I hope you did that. I hope you told them to get out of your way. Oh, I had one the other day on the way to work. Um, This clown was, like, riding on the wrong side of the bike path, trying to overtake someone as I was coming the other way. And I just had to stop and give him the absolute, like, what the fuck are you doing, mate? You fucking idiot. And kept riding. <laughs> Bike riders are aggressive, though. I don't, I, I think this sort of blends well into your personality because if you said you're a cyclist, I'd fully believe that. You're too aggressive. Are you, you calling me need, aggressive? Yeah, I'm you not just aggressive. Need to chill out. I'm not an aggressive person. You just but abused elderly people like at the shopping centre. Oh, no, they weren't elderly. They're just young dickheads anyway. Um, Christmas is great, everyone. Christmas spirit here on the content catch yeah. up. Well, next week, maybe we'll go into it. But um, before you what, ask... What have you been up to? Sorry. Oh, well, no, I just wanted to get on top of uh, the most exciting part of this episode because we're going to be joined oh, yeah. by someone live and maybe we should do it. Um, we won't tell them who it is, but you had the great idea just to treat this recording as a live radio show. So they'll, they'll be joining us at any minute and then we'll tell you who it is. Yeah, so if you saw that post that Barks just put up of him calling me a dickwad and me asking him to trust him, it's just, I figured, like, we'll treat this as a radio show, like he said, Barks. When they come in, they come in, and then we'll just kick on to our regular segments after that. I love it, and I apologise for not trusting you. Overtext can, okay. can be difficult sometimes, and it, you are a dickwad, though. It could go badly, so <laughs> <laughs> we just don't know. But anyway, no one's going to know because we'll edit it out. No. Um, you and Darren have been playing some basketball. Oh, yes. fuck with Darren. Yeah, fuck with Darren. No, um, <laughs> first little one-on-one session since my knee injury, which can I just say, have not lost a bit. 
Mm. Um, I'm, I'm not going to have it. Yeah, no, nah, you could. <laughs> no, it actually felt really good to do. You miss those things. Um, growing mm. up playing basketball my whole life, so you miss you miss doing all that. But um, that was good fun. Um, got out there this morning. Who took put, home the chockies? Uh, he won the last game. We don't really we don't keep score because that'd be too serious. But mm. um, yeah, he won the last game. So give him the chockies. All right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I won't. In my mind, you won because I don't want to give Darren anything. Thanks. Thank you. Um, yeah. Yeah, but no, 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 it was really good. Got the sunscreen on because didn't want. I just want to make sure you know I'm looking after myself because it was sunny. Yeah, it really annoys me when you don't put your sunscreen on and then complain about getting burnt. Or sunscreen in my eyes. That's my go-to. Whenever yeah. I put sunscreen in my eyes, you just end up crying. Who was it? There's a footy player that was saying how they stop getting the sunscreen in their eyes. I think it might be a Liso day, and she was What's like, "What's a trick? Oh, you put, you put Vaseline." Oh. Like near your, your eyes and it stops it from getting in, but then you end up with Vaseline all in your eye. I don't know. Oh. I don't think she'd worked it out properly. Well, that sounds... I mean, if it works, credit to her. But just to confirm, listeners, I don't mean rubbing sunscreen into my eyeballs. I mean sunscreen <laughs> from my face getting it to my eyes. Just thought I'd clarify that. Yeah, I, when you sweat, it drips down. <laughs> yeah, you don't just lather, <laughs> lather up the you old... Don't the <laughs> <laughs> Sunglasses? Oh. Nah, nah, sunscreen straight Put it straight on. Um... All right. Anything else from the week, Jules? I think, well, I was off work sick all week, so I don't have much for you. Mm. No, I don't have a lot. There's uh, not many people in the office this week, so not too much to talk about. No um, me, no team. Well, there was a team. Um, not a very good I've one. shift desks again, if, that, if oh, that's where? of interest to anyone. I'm back to my original spot, but look, I don't think everyone needs to know no, uh, office that. seating player. Yeah. Bring um, up the old, reckon, old chart. The <laughs> old chart. Uh, let's crack in to Egg of the Week. Egg of the Week. Egg of the Week. Uh, you go first. Now, I've got a couple. I think the obvious one is uh, the, yeah, we've got the same one here, the, yeah, the Melbourne Victory <laughs> slash soccer fans. Um, I mean, if anyone isn't aware there was that big um fucking pitch invasion in the Melbourne Derby Derby last night. So Melbourne Victory v Melbourne City in the A-League um, where there's a whole bunch of stuff going on in the background. But to, to cut it off short, like a, f- a group of radical fans threw a flare onto the pitch at the Melbourne City goalkeeper's end. Melbourne City goalkeeper, rightly or wrongly, threw it back and it goes into the crowd. Fans storm the pitch. They throw a big like it looked like a piece of metal bucket or something at the goalkeeper's head cut him open umpire or referee gets stuff and apparently a producer a channel 10 producer got injured as well just like why yeah (laughs) and like i just used this mine one was egg my egg to this was just soccer fans in general like i think they just cross the line of too passionate like i Mm. i'm not a soccer fan but i don't really i don't really understand how people can take sport that seriously that like you, there'd be so many examples of this if we looked it up, but this one is just the recent, so it probably brings it up. But yeah, I just find it ridiculous. It's too too passionate. I I think like I'm all for the passion, right? And you're right. It's probably not even I, passion. That's probably not the right word. It's it's group like mentality that you're going to be safe because you're in a group, and it's it's bad. Like at any sport, like in AFL, it's the fights between drunken supporters, like in the stands that you want want to get rid of here though like i i kept thinking um like the 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 referee is just 
Like they're just doing their job, man. Like that's what I can't I understand. Just, <laughs> and what does it prove by like storming the field? What are you going to do? Punch the yeah, do you, the goalkeeper? Like yeah. what the fuck? Do you go home thinking, "Yep, I did the right thing today"? Yeah, I'm a real hero. Like I just hope that like the cops actually find them, and because it, it's assault at the end of the day. Like, well, surely with the amount of vision and cameras they've got, mm. they'd be easy to hopefully easy to pick that that guy, but. Um, well, this is also where, like, if if these radical soccer groups want to keep going, they need to, like, if they know who the people are, just hand them over and get rid of them. Yeah, like, fuck yeah, them. It's not good. That's for not the, what you want. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's not for the good for the game that mm. they love. But um, yeah, yeah, bunch of eggs, all of them. Absolute eggs. Um, the other one I have, if you don't mind me rolling, do you mind me rolling? No, roll them out. Roll them out. Okay. So the second one, let's get the let's start to get the screen share going because this might take a while. Um, oh, not our friends again. Uh, our are friends, we, the South Melbourne Phoenix. Are we more? On here. Do we have more eggs or bosses for the South East Mel, uh, uh, Melbourne Phoenix? Oh, I reckon we've got an equal yeah. amount at the moment. They get a bit um, of both. Yeah, we'll see when this loads. Doesn't bode <sighs> well with. Um, I know a couple of people from them, and Darren does too. So maybe we're breaking a few relationships there there was that tip from david sosner don't what was it don't break any relationships we're not breaking relationships i feel like we call people out equally on this sure um this is from um steve smith who's also got an incredible name not the cricketer uh the journalist steve smith um he he tweeted out this media release that um south east melbourne phoenix put out and for those who don't know south east melbourne phoenix the team in the NBL, Melbourne's second team, is that correct? Yeah. Oh, Jesus, piss off. We don't want any teams. Close teams. Um, Put, leave <laughs> it at the door, Jules. Leave it at the door. Um, so this, I'm going to read out this media release, which is before their big game against Melbourne United. After an injury-plagued beginning to the season, the Phoenix sit third on the NBL ladder at 10-6 with their entire roster to choose from. They are 9-2 and, and have an NBL best record of 8-2 and two at home. So we start this and we're like, okay, what's the point of this release? Like already a bit strange. Like why are you putting out a media release with your like win-loss record in it, right? Mm. And then here we go. But still, most of the noise around the Phoenix from the external media screams doubt. Their bench doesn't produce enough, their defense is suspect, and they haven't been tested by the good sides yet. The loudest voices point to the team's defense and how it hasn't improved in three years, which simply is an incorrect and lazy analysis. Wow. What is this? This is this is a bizarre me- media release to start with, right? Like that's what I'm going to say to to start this all off. It is strange. The the second part of it is that they then went on to lose <laughs> to Melbourne United and this other part here, just to further reinforce this, this is Steve Smith. United bench rebounds, 26. Southeast Melbourne, 6. United bench assists, 9. Southeast Melbourne Phoenix, 1. United bench steals blocks, 9. Southeast Melbourne, 0. But sure, external media is the issue. It's a real strange strategy, to say the least. Like, mm. so much for, so much for, like, blocking out external noise, but you've, they've gone the opposite approach, basically, and focused solely on it and been like, that, they're the reason, and then you... Yeah, the next your next game proves it proves their point. It's a real strange one to like go out on a hill to die on. Like I feel like the number one thing with media managing is like you don't call draw too much attention to actual performance. Am I 
Like, because that's the one thing you can't control. Yeah, well, it's like, yeah, internal, external noise. It's like focus yeah. on one. Well, the obvious thing for clubs to do is focus on one and ignore the other. But, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's, strange southeast Melbourne. That's a pretty big egg on my behalf. Yeah, it's a good egg. Um, yeah. I'll just finish what you got? this bunch of eggs off by egging Instagram story ads. Are you getting these? Mm. Yeah, I'm getting tagged and or, yeah. or not tagged, like targeted by a lot of random ones. Yeah, you just get some sort of, yeah, that thing where someone adds you in a story or they've mentioned you in the story. It's just weird ads and there's no explaining, there's no real explaining needed for this, but I'm just egging it. It's bloody annoying. What's what's the weirdest one you've got? Oh, I don't look too much into the detail. I just skip through it, but it's just weird. Oh, surely, like. surely you're checking them out. Oh, I'll do. I'll, I'll dot down every single one for you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's get a week. Week top five. <laughs> um, I'm just getting a bit of. Oh, hang on, a bit of word into my ear that our guest is joining us. So, oh, here um, we go. Hang We're on. on. Oh, let's just dial them in. Uh, hang on. Live and hey. virtually in the flesh. Hey, bro. Welcome. How are we? Good. 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 How are you? Very good. I've had a busy morning, but um, managed to get through traffic pretty well and make it to the podcast. So, <laughs> well, what are we up to? That's the main priority. That's the the main thing off your tick off your list for Sunday. But what was it was day one today? Did you say? Uh yeah. So we had um preseason camp beginning um so the infamous IDQ storm camp that was day one this morning. So been out and about in the sun all day, which was nice. Yeah, nice day for it. Absolutely. Unless you hate the sun. Yeah. Like <laughs> me. It was terrible. <laughs> um, friends and Ennis, we're talking to Bray Taylor here in, in, in case you didn't know. So Bray, I don't know when I first saw your work, Bray. I think there must have, must have been some freelance photography stuff. But um, yeah, do you want to give the listeners a bit of a quick quick intro to who you are, I guess? Because you, you're now with the Melbourne Storm, but I know that wasn't your original career path. Yeah, so I've been at the Storm... A little coming up on seven months now um, and before that I did a small internship I think it was about six or eight weeks at Essendon for the VFLW program um, and before that my actual job was in mining so that was from freshly turned 18 to 28 essentially um, was just always pushing dirt living the dream but yeah no no other background other than that I was just doing freelance work um, on Saturdays and Sundays when I could that's such an obvious <laughs> like that the obvious a um, trajectory. Yeah, different, different. Like, so where did photography sort of start for you? Like, what sort of drew your interest in it? Um, going back to sort of the very early days, it was probably that peak Instagram era of like landscapes, fluoro jacket. Like, we'd just go out a couple mates. Yeah. Back then, we were just shooting on our phone. It was nothing serious, and I think I just gradually got a bit more interested in it over over the years and. Um, eventually just little things popped up here and there, whether it was by complete fluke or putting yourself in that position. Um, yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, just um, kept sort of following I said that. to you during the week, Bray, that your recent LinkedIn post basically recaps exactly what we want to talk to you about. So maybe we should just post that, Jules, and <laughs> get on with it. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. We'll, <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> that's that's it, the chat everywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks, Bray. We'll post that. That was really good. No, so um, we'll post that during the week, listeners, but... Um, yeah, maybe like I was actually going to read it out, but I guess you, you touched on the 10 years in mining and now you're, you're finally living this dream job at the Storm. I guess first off, what is your actual title at the Storm? And then 
maybe like a quick recap of like what this LinkedIn post was because it basically just recaps your your journey and then basically some really cool advice to other creatives and I guess what you think or what it sounds like um, your key things were to sort of get to where you are now. Yep. So my job title is I am the one of two uh, at the Storm. I'm one of the multimedia and video coordinators and the other one is Kobe Shafovsky. So he's been there a bit over a year now, but both quite fresh to the club. Um, he's much younger than me, but he's absolute gun. And yeah, so I think I think recently I've started putting myself or more of my personality up on Instagram and I just keep noticing now I'm getting a lot of messages that are very similar to what I was sending people about six months ago, just asking how I got into the industry and how I got my job. And I don't know, I think there was just a moment at the, off the back of uh, last year's final lockdown where I just decided that no, I'm going all in now. I'm sick of doing mining. If I don't do it now, I'm going to be doing that when I'm 60. And I just had this weird realization that I probably should just commit. Um, and yeah, through a couple of, I don't want to say flukes, because um, obviously put a lot of hard work into it, but just, yeah, just committing to consistency was probably the biggest thing, getting out of your own head that, you know, the work you do is good and you should push yourself out there and sort of own what you do. Um, and I guess the more consistent I was on LinkedIn and on Twitter, probably a bit more than Instagram, um, that's sort of where a few opportunities came about. And I think it was Paddy who at one stage he gave me a bit of uh, a bit of advice when he said if you, you know, you want to chase likes or you want, you know, that cloud, I guess you could say, post on Instagram, but if you want a job, post where the hirers are. And for whatever reason, that never mm. actually clicked in my head beforehand that I was never posting where the bosses were. Um, so, yeah, mm. late last year I went pretty hard on LinkedIn and scored a little window of opportunity with the Dons and tried to do the best I could there and just said yes to everything. And the storm opportunity popped up and here we are. I was just want to touch on that. Um, how cool is that cycle of when you realize you're the one reaching out to people and then now people are reaching out to you? Like that's such a cool like content creator thing. I think. It's quite um quite surreal because like if, if I literally go into my LinkedIn messages, like four or five before what I've got right now is me six months ago just asking <laughs> yeah. people like yourself or Patty just – yeah, lots of just other people like trying to get the, the same bit of info. And I think maybe that's part of why I'm trying to be a bit more vocal uh, online now is because I sort of got this job through the help from like you guys, Paddy, like a lot of other people gave me advice that, you know, you, you didn't have to do that. And that sort of now is in my head that these young people that are coming to me, I've got an opportunity now to do the same thing and pass on info whether it's right or wrong but hopefully it helps them out <laughs> i think it's like it's something that's like the the coolest thing about once you're in the industry is like being able to pass on oh we we don't really have that much more knowledge than anyone else but all we have is experience and like well, the experience the that you can share yeah community and experience like i think um me we we often speak about it as well that it's you always feel so scared to share your own work and like to talk yourself up but in reality like no one's going to do it for you like yeah you don't yeah. have that <laughs> cheerleader yeah unless you are like someone that's already established like 
but you've got to have that relationship. So in the first place, you've got to put yourself out there to get the relation. It's a, it's a weird kind of link up of everything working well together. Um, I get, I've got a question on the back of this, Brave. It's, I guess you, you're kind of seven months into Storm, but like six or six or so months after Essendon and VFLW as well. Now that you're in it, are you, are you enjoying it as much as you, you thought you would? Is it everything you imagined it to be? Is there anything different that, you know, like take us through that? Yeah, it's definitely, I absolutely love it. Like it's a much better career path for me than what I was doing. Um, you know, it's it's such a different thing where I was on quite good money beforehand. So like the, the difference in pay was very noticeable <laughs> at the start. But I think... Uh, I love it. Storm, if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> No, I think it just really <laughs> reaffirmed like you can enjoy your work and I could have an option to go elsewhere and earn far more money, but the enjoyment was never there. And I don't know, I just love it. Love the connection. The the culture within the club is awesome. Um, it's definitely not completely what I thought it was in, in good ways, but um, like the workload, I probably was a bit naive to like how much work does go on in the industry. Um, and sort of behind the scenes because, you know, you want to get the job and take these cool photos and videos of the players, but you, when you haven't got that experience, you don't think about how many partners the club has or sponsors and how much internal work you have mm -hmm. to do. So there's a lot there that could probably catch some people off guard and it caught me off guard at first. But I think when you realise what you're doing, you're servicing the club, like that's just lifting the entire club up um, rather than just taking yeah. your own cool shots. It's kind of it's kind of funny. Like sport is such a small part of an actual sport team. Like this, like I reckon. Barks, correct me if I'm wrong. I reckon we do like at least sixty percent stuff that's not on field stuff these days. It's yeah, well, it's like partners, servicing. It's, yeah, well, servicing other departments. But I think that's such a good point because you sort of just yeah, like you're probably like me, Bray. Like yeah, I want to take cool videos. I want to take cool photos. But then you're like, oh, hang on, there's eighty percent of other <laughs> stuff to be done. Yeah. Yeah. But definitely enjoying it. It's just, yeah, trying to make it known that there's going to be a lot more work than you probably are expecting. But in saying that, as long as you've got good people around you and you've got a good team, it's it's a lot of fun. I think it's also like about making it enjoyable as well. Like you might not be doing sport 24-7 or like doing the cool shit, but like if you can make that other partnership stuff or like the community stuff or whatever it might be like down to taking star photos, which is, you know, also part of the role sometimes yeah. like uh, as long as you can have a bit of fun with it, I think it's, it's, it's what you make of it really like with anything. Yeah. Yeah. The next part of this guys, probably just an open discussion for everyone. Um, I reckon when you go in the industry, especially like being around athletes and sort of bigger names um, is the old imposter syndrome. And like Bray, like I think it was cool. Like you, you mentioned bringing this up in, um, the run sheet, but do you reckon you've felt a bit of that or is that something that you've uh, related to a bit? Yeah, I think even before Storm, I probably dealt with a bit of that and whether that was just because I've been at the mines for so long that when I come to meeting industry professionals, if you will, you meet them and you sort of feel a bit embarrassed like to, to say that you're a mm. photographer or a content creator because um, it's like, who am I to say that? I literally pushed it for a living and I think it took quite a while and it's probably only been a bit more recent where I've started to, um, you know, feel a lot more comfortable in the role and, you know, 
I guess that probably comes from all these people messaging me. I think the first time someone messaged me was like two weeks into my job. And I just didn't know how to respond because <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm literally just winging it. Like you're asking yeah. the wrong person. It's, but... it's so hard, isn't it? Like, especially like if you're introverted like me, like, you and Jules will tell you that I don't shut up now, which I don't think is accurate. No, doesn't <laughs> shut up, honestly. But like, that's probably just... just a good example of like, and I imagine it'd be like five times harder coming from something like mining where, yeah, like as you said, like you're literally telling people, yeah, I'm a professional photographer or content creator, but then you, it's almost like, you know, at the back of your mind that it's just a self-taught. And I still think it was like, it's like a self-taught hobby. So it's like, how do I actually bring that confidence and it's like making people trust you that you're doing, you can do what you say you can do. I think linking back to the LinkedIn posts, like that part of consistency and being consistent isn't just for those opportunities. It was also for a bit about me to prove through repetition and through work that you can do it. Um, Cause without that, if you just do one good project and disappear off the face of the earth for a few months, that that just sort of feeds into everyone else thinking is he actually legit or serious if he's not doing it consistently um so i think the more consistent i became with it um in that came a bit more confidence yeah and your consistency focus also makes i think that's what you're trying to say like you it also makes you grow quicker by doing it more and more you're only going to teach yourself which i found too and i can relate to too absolutely there's probably a balance in that as well, like just round it out that like you want to be consistent but you don't want to force um, force anything. Like you don't want to just be posting for the sake of posting so you seem Photos like, of your oh, dog. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like you, you want to have purpose in your consistency as well. Like and this sounds really wanky but you, you do. You don't want to just be posting for the sake of posting, especially on LinkedIn where you know where people are, are coming and looking for that next person that they're going to hire or like whatever it might be or even Twitter where you can get called out so easily. Like your Instagram is probably a great place for you just to consistently post and that can be a bit more who I am outside of work, in work, all that kind of stuff. But you you do have to keep some sort of a, yeah, a lens on who you're talking to. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. Now, We've, all, we've got a few non-traditional pathways to uh, our current roles. Like I'm sure you might have heard, Brad, that uh, Barks was actually starting an architecture firm called Barkitecture before he made <laughs> his way into <laughs> to video, video I ways. gave up my uh, whole firm to chase my dream. It's a real hero. Uh, I'm, I've worked as a, a barista. Um, so we none of us have had like a traditional pathway. I think the the other thing that is often um, overlooked is like people think you've got to have a, a big university degree or have finished high school to get into these roles. Um, do you have any advice to people who might have come like from a, a non-traditional background such as us, uh, how you get into it and, and what you can do to, to build your confidence and build your skills? Yeah, I think for me personally, like I have never gone to uni. I never did any courses or anything like that um probably the biggest one was just and as much as i hate to say it it's definitely who you know and making those Mm -hmm. connections and i think trying to do it in like a genuine way you don't want to just kiss everyone's ass and try and get these opportunities like Mm -hmm. try and provide value and actually be useful to people or companies and and then that will open up more opportunities and doorways there i think 
if you're just forcing it the entire time, it's going to be very noticeable that you're in it for other reasons. Um, so for me, it was just, yeah, trying to any opportunity that I could, I wanted to try and provide as much value as I could. And I think that just yeah. really helps quite a lot, taking any opportunities you can and just being genuine. Um, and then, yeah, just be consistent. Like like you guys just touched on, like post on the right platforms, um, reach out to the right people. Just you don't have to go to uni. And that probably held me back for quite a lot of that time in the mines. I just assumed mm. that everyone in the industry had gone gone to uni and done all these degrees and I just assumed I would never make it through the interview process to actually um, be in consideration. And I think especially for creative roles, like more so like what I do, I don't think you really need a degree to show your proof of work. If you can create cool stuff and create powerful imagery, you're going to be able to do that. Sometimes you can't be taught that. It's just within the, the creator. So I think being, you know, obviously, obviously if you're going to try and apply for an accounting job maybe that's a different story but for, for just for taking photos it's just backing yourself and yeah trying to be genuine take opportunities and just get stuck in stuff like that in in my opinion so jumping back but like life experience helps way more like because just it's such a relationship based role like you can't just be a photographer that goes and shoves a camera in someone's face and and takes a snap you've got to be able to talk to people you've got to be able to connect with them to get the boast out of them and also draw on like who you were before you land in this role to kind of like frame your content and like frame what people want like if you're just someone that's gone by the books and look there's multiple ways to get into this it's not saying like going to uni or anything is wrong or like coming straight through that creative process we but strongly like, discourage anybody yeah yeah sports grad you've got your shit all wrong <laughs> <laughs> um but no like genuinely like i i feel people who have gone out and done something else and then landed truly landed where they want to be because they know like you said Bray, like you didn't want to be in the mines until you were 60 like you actually wanted to do this and whatever you had to do to do it you were going to do it like that's the type of person that is way more valuable in my mind than anyone else and and will go further yeah i think um i was just gonna add i think i don't know if you've heard this as well Bray, but i know you have jules how people will uh sort of transparently say they hire the person not the skill set because it's it just Mm. reigns so true like you don't want someone who can do everything it's just a shit heap to work with like jules like you want someone like me and Bray that can good person and learn the skills yeah, fuck, um, that's so true i'm such a <laughs> no but it's it's very true like you can learn these things and i was just gonna add uh to what you said about taking opportunities Bray. how have you gone with other skill sets so like yours is what i'm i'm assuming is mainly photography like does your role include video like have you have you obviously you've got to delve into other things like how have you found that yeah, so I've come from a very um, strong video, ba- ah, sorry, strong photo background and didn't have too much experience with video. It was something I wanted to do, but they're just very different worlds. Um, and I took that job knowing that it's going to be quite a video heavy role as well. So I do, um, Kobe and I sort of balance the workload wherever we can. And it's definitely, you got to branch out, I, I think, unless you're like a elite 1% level photographer i think the reality is you're probably going to be doing video photo doing podcasts doing everything for for the storm brand rather than just one thing only um so yeah just going about it it was just 
through again repetition like I didn't really have a clue what I was doing at the start but mm. I reached out to people that I thought might be able to help and not be afraid to ask for that help and get yourself on the right track um but yeah we're really not the size of like NBA and NFL and NHL size content teams like there's genuinely uh like two two or three people doing multiple things and you are you have to be able to to go where it needs and you might not be the best video producer you might not be the best graphic designer but to understand like what you have to do or what will make that easier for someone else is like so important as well absolutely Bucks, you got anything else? No. Um, no, I think I think that's been really I, – I think your journey is really cool, bro. That's why I wanted to talk to you, I guess, because it is really cool um, sort of just taking that leap because it, it is a difficult one, but at the same time, like, you can just tell, like, you got, you got to do these things for yourself. So I, I just wanted to say, because following you on Instagram, it's been great to chat, and I know we've bumped into each other once at the old Summer Jam. We might see each other yeah. next year again. But, yeah, no, I appreciate you coming on. Really got to echo that, bro, like – um we i don't get a lot of messages I, i'd like to say that i get a lot of messages that i'm a real big dog that people reach out all the time but um you tell me all there the have time. been <laughs> there have been a few people reach out and it has been in quite a disingenuous way and i i felt there was like a good back and forth when when you reached out and i was curious you were curious like to to learn from each other and i think it, it's a it's a huge um reward for everything that you put in it's not luck it's not um I can't remember the exact word you, you used before, but I think it's more just a testament to what you put in. And it is exciting to see what you're doing at the Storm. Um, I was going to touch on your, your fixture stuff that you did the other day, but I think we're all fixtured out <laughs> and I can, I can say, say that safely for everyone. But no, you, you're killing it over there and it's a really exciting brand to be a part of. So all the best for the season coming up and hopefully we'll, we'll chat to you again soon. Yeah, I just want to say thanks as well for wanting to have me on. It's a nice little... Full circle moment. I think I've told you guys privately, like I sort of found a lot of my opportunities stems from the, the, the podcast itself. I found Patty through that and then Patty gave me resources. So to link it back up is um, it's awesome. So really appreciate that, boys. Nah, no drama, mate. No worries at all. And we don't, we got to stop shouting out Patty on this, Jules. He gets yeah, yeah too he's much fucking Patty, mate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, all good. Thanks, guys. Now, Michael Barker. Julian. I think that works seamlessly. Oh, you couldn't, couldn't tell. Is he here? Is he not? Who knows? He's gone. Is he here? Is he gone? Nah, well nah, done, what a, what a absolute star. Um, I, I did mean what I said. I, it wasn't bullshitting just because he was here. He, he, The way he's gone about his journey and, like, the, the networks he's created, I could never have done that, like, post about myself and, and put myself out like, like that. And so I really admire people who have the ability to do it in such a – a good way as well like not yeah. ego driven just like here's what i'm doing and i'm really proud of it um yeah i credit to him he deserves every opportunity he gets yeah yeah i think i 100 percent agree i think it's so hard to put yourself out there if that's not in your nature because it's so easy to feel like people might think like this is a bit odd this is a bit full of yourself but if if you keep meeting people like bray and we we will we'll keep, we'll keep like discovering people like bray it's just a walking example that Although it might be uncomfortable, although not everyone might love it, it works. Like it's what you need to do if if you want to get into these type of jobs. Yeah, and it sounds like Brad agrees in the background. Yeah, yeah. Brad loves content. Brad <laughs> is all passionate um, about it. <laughs> I do want to say if anyone is listening to this um, 
and they they do have any questions about the industry or like content or or just want to to get an idea of like what goes on and how they can get in always feel free to jump into our um, instagram dms or um i'm no good at responding to instagram dms barks only responds to them but um, i got you linkedin or twitter like jump in happy to have a chat about anything not guaranteeing we, we can't give you jobs or anything but we can <laughs> we can, just don't <laughs> we go can to help uni. yeah just, just don't go to uni um but yeah we, we're always happy to to chat and, and talk through like what you're thinking or um any doubts you might have or if you've got any questions yet yeah i think that's the one thing we can do we've we've had so many people help us like it's the least we can do absolutely and i might even just bring you on rather than yeah. yeah, rather than respond to you, just dial you into Riverside. <laughs> live, live advice. <laughs> yeah, we'll, go yeah, anywhere. Sure, we'll chat to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, how's your plan? On the show. He's Six the PM on a Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Why is this a Riverside link instead of a Zoom link? Why, why is the camera on? <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, should we get on to the rest of the show, Barks? We finished the yeah. eggs. Let's get on to the b- 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 bosses. Yeah, let's do it. Boss of the week, boss of the week, boss, 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 boss of the week. Um, I'm gonna say I'll go first because I I know what you're gonna say and I I personally love it because it's a bit of a story mm. from previous episodes. But um, we sort of backhanded or gave a bit of a bump on the way through the sports grad. But <laughs> during the week they um, well no, they do terrific stuff and during the week they um, do. They linked up with Carlton College of Sport. So Carlton College of Sport is Carlton's what education. Yeah, you know better than me the proper terminology, but it's basically our university. Is it? <laughs> yeah, that's correct. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I'll just, work there. Just, say, just testing to see how much you actually retain from the videos you make. But no, yeah, that's it's correct. my favourite university in the world. <laughs> um, so they've linked up. I'm not. I'm not sure of the details because I've. I don't give a fuck. No, I've been off all week. <laughs> probably wasn't there when it happened, but I just well, wanted to well, boss them. Explain what sports grad is, just in case anyone doesn't know Bucks, and that'll give you an idea of what they're doing with Carlton College. Well, they basically help people get jobs in the industry. They get people, mm-hmm. um, they hold, well, I think they host a fair few meetups and stuff where people can actually meet each other and network, all that all that lovely stuff. Um, I think they've got yeah. a podcast too. So just basically they do. really built a solid community that helps people get jobs and get young people like Bray, I no doubt maybe Bray's talked to them. Probably a good example. Mm. Um, so they're basically us, but professional and with actual organisation. <laughs> we we don't encourage studying. Although a little disappointed we've never been invited to, to talk on a panel for them. I reckon we could do a good job they're of hosting one of these sports grad they, things. They probably want uh, professional people that come across well. Oh, bullshit <laughs> professionals, come on. No, I actually, Just walk into... I actually think they've uh, inboxed us about doing stuff together. So you might want to, I know you don't read it. You just literally said you don't respond to people, so you probably I, don't know. I, I I wait for you to tell me that I need to respond to something. And then <laughs> literally, I, and then I jump there's on literally it. times <laughs> listeners will be, will be in a conversation that I'm not aware of. I'll check off. I'm like, oh, I've done it. And I replied. You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> Which, speaking yeah. of, good segue. Yes. So. We, um, I don't know if you guys, or sorry, if you followers all remember a few, probably like, oh, I don't know, it might have been season three or season It's a fair two. while ago. It was a boss. It yeah, was it was a previous a boss of yours. Boss. So we, we stumbled across this um, corking company called Tony Cork. No, what? Tony Cork Pro start Sealer. Tony Cork's Pro Sealers. Um done in the old Tony Hawk's pro skater kind of um, 
emblem and stuff like that. And I fucking loved it. Like I was it's a great all about it. By you. All about it. We put it up as a reel. Um, and Tony Cork finally found the reel, reposted it. And not only has this legend like re- finally, not finally, reposted it, but he reached out to us and he's like, fuck yeah, boys, love love <laughs> this. Can we? Can I send you some merch? merch. And me being the ab- absolute like, yeah, fuck yeah. I'd wear that <laughs> nonstop if I had a you Tony Cork's pro sealer thing. And to go one step further, yeah. this guy must be the just the nicest <laughs> man in the world. This. He invited us to a his his like Christmas his party Christmas next party. week. <laughs> Unfortunately, we can't attend because we've got our own Christmas party. But just oh, that, what a guy! Just that true Aussie like spirit. Like he's an yeah. example of when I'm not saying he's a larrikin, but like in a positive way, where you're just awfully kind and you just go next level after next level. So he's responded, given us some love. Offered us merch, yeah, merch <laughs> giving us invite Christmas. to a Christmas party. Rate it so highly. So I tell you what, what I'm going to do is I've got um, one of our T-shirts left. I think as soon as Tony Cork shoots over some merch, I'll do a bit of a merch exchange yeah. and shoot him one back. That's I think great. that's the least we can do. Um, yeah, I think Tony Cork, you're you're my boss again. Yeah. Thank you for, for being such a great guy. First, maybe the first ever individual two-time boss, so you can wear that. Oh, mate. If only, as like, soon as he sends the merch, he'll be a three-time. I can guarantee <laughs> it. If only um, wear like some sort of, can you imagine like some sort of gold stickers of bosses? So you like hand him a t-shirt and you give him like uh, two two emblems. All right, yeah. Too far. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All dear. right. Um, that's bosses. Contentroversial call. Let's fight. I don't have one, but I want to fight. Oh, we're going to fight about this one, Vargas. Okay. During the week, um, Edwin, our friend, friend of the show, social sandwich, unofficial third host. um, (laughs) Coffee buddy. Retweeted um, someone that said like, basically, we all know that social video is going more towards 916, right? But video producers are getting so fucking lazy and not tracking the play into the middle of the frame. So you're just seeing edges of nothing until the broadcast footage actually shoots across. And it is a big pet peeve for me because I know it's not that hard to do. I know that it's just like a little panning thing that you do in Premiere. It takes probably an extra three minutes, but fuck me, video producers. Pull your fucking heads in. No, I agree. I'm not, I'm not going to argue. I'll passionately... Oh, I thought I'll, we were going to fight on that I, one. I will say that Instagram don't make it easy. Like, if we're going to do everything real and you've got to just give us extra work, change the subtitle, size, et cetera, et cetera. It's just these easy, little easy, tedious, easy. tedious things. But no, I, I can't argue. I'd like, I'd, trust me, there'd be nothing more that I'd love to do on this Sunday night than to fight you, but... <laughs> Um, I agree. If you're gonna do a, do a job properly, so um, so why why do you think video producers aren't doing it? As a video producer, what what would be well, why why isn't it happening? I guess just effort can't be bothered. Yeah, I, I don't really. Mm. Maybe it's just attention to detail. Like, oh, it works in a square. We'll dump it in a reel. Hope for the best. And it's just the old thing of watching it back. Like, you're right. It's not hard. Mm. All right. Well, well, I thought we were going to fight on that. Well, what, well, do you think? What do you think I'd defend it? Like, what do you think a realistic thing I'd defend that for? Well, I would. I would say time sensitivity is one, but I'd argue that you'd want to get the highlight right before. Yeah, and you still got to watch yeah, it I, back. 
Yeah, I don't know what the defense is, and that's what I was asking. Is there something obvious that I'm missing here? No, no, it's just it effort. doesn't seem. Yeah, yeah, it's just effort. Um, and you still see. I've seen a lot of clubs. I might even whack Darren. Oh, that's probably not directly <laughs> him, but the NBL post Daz. a lot of the. <laughs> not. Uh, uh, still, they post a lot of landscape like uh, videos as reels, and it pisses me off. Like, just do it properly. Mm. Maybe that's why. Where is it? Is this where they do the like um, blurred? Yeah, it, top and bottom. That, that yeah. even annoys me even more. If you, that would require, that takes more effort than to pan across the screen. Like just do it properly because it just looks lazy. And it, even when they don't, it's got the black borders up the top. And you're watching on your mm. phone, and it's like this tiny little basketball highlight. Like, oh yeah, black borders, bane of my existence. <sighs> anyway, oh, oh, God, anyway, we're not fighting enough on this. Uh, we maybe we need um, your dad to come on and really light a fire up <laughs> under our ass. Maybe, but we'll fight. We'll get. It's still my favourite segment because there's a chance. <laughs> there's a chance. There's a chance. Oh dear, Dick one. All right, let, let's wrap this up, <laughs> Dick one. Okay, guys, wrap it up. Bucks. Um, that was a good week. Good episode, I think. So we didn't have any content this week, but Bray was our content. Bray was our content. Now. We're getting close to Christmas bucks. Can I put something to you live on the show? You can. A Christmas live episode next Friday. If you can make it work. What, uh, hang on. What date is that? Is that Christmas Eve? Oh, sorry. Or Thursday. Thursday. Thursday night live. Uh, if, can I put that to if you? If we can get it to work, yes. And I'm suggesting. Oh, and in this, person. this is a big ask. In, in person. We go, we, you and I sit together, we fire up the live because Riverside, it's got a built-in streaming thing so we don't need to worry oh, wow. about anything. God, it's good. We sit together and we go live. How do you feel about that? I love it. I love it. Our Christmas party is Wednesday night though, so I, that's the only thing that's worrying me if we're a bit seedy. Maybe we'll have to make Friday night. But either way, I'm down. Last one of the year. We'll wrap it up with a, a live. Do we have to do um, our Christmas content though? I've got a few good Christmas ones. You can bring whatever you want. I've seen a few okay. already. All right. Um, one I was itching to bring this week, but I'll bring it next week. No, nah, save it. We'll have a Christmas live. We'll call it Christmas live. Mm-hmm. I won't guarantee I'm talking about Christmas content though. Yeah, I'll, I'll bring you your present then as well. Oh, shit. We're doing... Pre- oh, fuck. All right. Mate, I told you I'm on Christmas presents this year. I'm doing really well. You are? Okay. Now you've made me feel guilty. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about something. Oh, we met the celebrant today. Um, Pretty cool. Pretty oh. nice. Yeah. Yeah, that was exciting. A lot of details we haven't thought about, but that's all right. Okay, talk to me. What, what do they want to know? As a celebrant myself, I can give you some good <laughs> advice. About this. So we rocked up to this pub and it was just Jules sitting there. <laughs> With a different wig on. Hello. Uh, Hi. No, it's just, it was just good to like, like just uh, how... Because we're going very non-traditional. Like it's it's sort of Elise is going to be there from the start. It's like a, just a oh thank God. <laughs> She'll be there full real untraditional. She won't be here. <laughs> Even just asking. Okay, so after the ceremony, what do you imagine happening? Because you don't want to exit. You don't want to exit as a couple dancing around all that mm. prancy stuff. You don't yeah. want that. Oh no, no dancing no. with Michael Barker. So just the details of that. Um, she asked what we were wearing, which obviously Elise some form of white, even though I say non-traditional, so maybe it's purple, who knows? But she asked me what I was wearing because she didn't want to clash with us. So details like that. Oh, yes. Very yeah. smart. Yeah, that's a good step. Um, I can I can send some recommendations. Did she ask you any questions about who you are as people? No, I've got to fill out. I might be in my inbox now. There's a fun quiz that I'm looking forward to. 
a fun so that's basically, should we do it live next week <laughs> <laughs> that's basically you know this is a celebrate that, that that's what yeah. gives her that's her the important answers. part and yeah. yes the details but yeah no it was fun i tell you what can i do the quiz live on air next week oh i'd love that i i yeah i reckon i'll run it past the list because you know it's could be private. It could be personal. Yeah, that's so true. I mean, true. there won't no, be definitely run a inappropriate. And they're just questions. Yeah. Or maybe actually, um, maybe the celebrant, maybe it's their IP or something. I don't want to fuck with true. that. <laughs> we'll reword yeah. it like mysteriously. Yeah. And I tell you what, as a special Christmas treat next week, I will actually bring the video of me. Um, oh, yeah, we forgot about that. Celebrating yeah, the okay. video. Yeah. yeah. And can we post I'll it? I'll cut it up. Yeah. Yeah, fuck it, why not? Okay. All right. I think they're There's a lot happening. I'll just, but it's just an edit of me only. Yeah, I, I, just want, <laughs> I want a zoomed up pixel. <laughs> oh, dear. All right. All right, friends, enemies. I hope you've enjoyed this week. Thanks again to our guest, Bray, for, for jumping on on a, a Sunday night. Um, hope you enjoyed the revamped format. Uh, we're going to try and bring a few more short, short guests' um, appearances on because it, I feel like we want to keep these kind of snappy. Um, and just have it be a bit of fun, a couple of questions and go on. Or, or if that's not preferred and you prefer the long form, let us know. Because I'm open to adjusting for whatever the listener wants. And I did yes. I did purposely put that as listener. listener. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> maybe you plural. can just shoot your dad a text yeah. after this. I'll ask that What do you like? <laughs> that's funny for me. All right. Uh, you've been pretty good this week. Yeah, you have too. All right, I can't wait to see your face. Right. Hope you're in the office tomorrow. Oh, we'll be in the office. We'll see you, everyone. Have a good week. Be nice to each other. See ya. Bye. Thanks, Bray. Is he still here? Who knows? Uh, Who knows? He might join us. (laughs) Here he comes again. (laughs) He's like, I'm still here, guys. (laughs) Oh, that would be funny. Oh, dear. (laughs)